seat. That's what's up. Hey guys, Ira Coleman here, the founder of Fluent Hustle. Uh, we're going to kick off a wonderful show with Jesse uh, here at the Con Design Champa. Um, get another couple moments or so before we really dive into this. I'm super excited uh, to have Jesse in the comments um, speak about what they have for entrepreneurs here in Denver. Um, so if we can just get a couple more moments, I'll kick off the show here in a little bit. You nervous or what? A little bit. Good. Can't help it. Good. Look at these lights. <laughs> So we'll, we'll uh, you'll know if I'm nervous or I'm just constantly drinking the water. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get our coffee fixed in and, and, and water <laughs> fixed in. So cool. All right. Uh, Ira Coleman here. I am the founder of Fluent Hustle. We are a community that empowers, promotes, and inspires entrepreneurs through the stories of other entrepreneurs and leaders of entrepreneurs like Jesse um, here at the Comazon Champa. Jesse uh, Schuler has been a phenomenal resource for the Denver community, uh, especially here at the Comazon Champa, and for myself personally, and Fluent Hustle as a business that we have grown in the last six months. He's been a major contributor, a major supporter, and this show is about showing appreciation and gratitude for individuals like yourself and what this program is about. And Jesse and I have been speaking back, back and forth for the last couple of months about you know, getting you finally on the show, and it was just the perfect timing, and he's been you know, watching our content, giving me feedback and advice, and you know, just un, you know, an unlimited amount of value that um, I really do appreciate. So, thank you very much for coming on the show. Pleasure, man. Uh, looking, is, I've been looking forward to this, so this is great. Awesome. So, uh, Jesse is an assistant manager for the Common Design Champa. We're a live on set in their event space. So, right behind us, you can see their event space. Uh, this is how many square feet do you think the event space is? Uh, I'd say close to about 900. 900? Yeah. Uh, I'll probably say. 900 yeah. square feet? Yeah. Way bigger. Come on. My bedroom's 750. <laughs> Man, I'm bad at math. All right, well, we'll figure it out. But uh, nonetheless, you probably get about 100, 150 individuals within this uh, the, the, this space. Um, some vendors can set up in here. Uh, there's a stage that they have available. Uh, they do monthly uh, showcases that are going on in the community. Uh, so this is a wonderful place here in Denver that you can rent out the space. And Justin gets into details about how to do that. Um, and Jess is going to help share the story of the Comazine Champa, its infancy, the available resources, which I believe not many individuals understand are available to them, and what's expected to come here in the future. The Comazine Champa is having their three-year anniversary yeah. uh, coming up this month, so this is a perfect segue into uh, you know showing appreciation, showing our gratitude for Fluent Hustle, but then getting Jesse to kind of tell more about the last three years and then what we should expect moving forward. The Comazon Champa has, again, been a major supporter and contributor of Fluent Hustle and has given us a place to call home for the past six months. We want to help spread the word about what's available for other entrepreneurs like yourself if you're watching this video. They are a public hub for entrepreneurship and is the first of its kind that's a public, private, and nonprofit partnership that is a catalyst for economic development here in Denver. They are looking to build on three key factors, space, programming, and community. Uh, but before we get into the Common Design Champa, I want to get a chance to understand and get the audience to understand about who you are, Jesse, and what you're about. Um, you are the, usually the first person people see when they walk through the door, as your desk is right there at the um, at the front gates. But strategically um, placed, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so my first time coming here to the Common Design Champa was um, last year at the. Um, Denver Startup Week, okay. and I didn't know what Commons was. I didn't even know this building was in place. You know, I've been living in, uh, uh, here in Denver for about a year and a half now, uh, so I was fairly new at the time. Yeah. Um, and I remember showing up and I'm like, oh wow, like cool, walking in and see what's going on. And it just happened to be a perfect week to really get bought into uh, what the Commons on Champa is about. Um, and then meeting you, I mean, your energy is vibrant. Your your passion for what you're doing is very, is very apparent, um, and, it's, and your love to help others. Um, is, is, is super well received, especially for me, and I've heard this from many other people, and how, how much Denver loves you overall. So, uh, that. so that's my sentiment, you know, coming from a personal level, but um, let's talk about who you are, where you're from, what are you about, and you know, how did that journey of Jesse come to where you are today? Yeah, I mean, you, you touched on a lot of the things that I definitely hold dear and value, and um, I love to lead with the heart, uh, to really, um, put my heart into the work that I do on a daily basis. I, I feel like you can't go wrong when you uh, kind of mentally frame it that way. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a Midwestern boy, grew up in Ohio, uh, had a great childhood, have two brothers, uh, good family, um, but there is a stirring in me to uh, kind of break away from uh, my 
you know, community. I was really uh, tied in uh, my church community and things like that. But I took a leap of faith and I uh, went down to South Florida for uh, college. Um, I met my girlfriend down there, nice. uh, who's now my wife and mother of my seven-month-old. So life is a little crazy right now. Uh, but yeah, I took a leap of faith, went down there, went to school, um, and really kind of broadened my horizons. I got exposed to all different types of people, uh, different socioeconomic status, um, just diversity of thought down there, which I wasn't expecting sure. in Florida, honestly. Um, and in college, I also worked uh, in hospitality. So I worked for a, a resort in Palm Beach called Breakers, and it really exposed me to like my natural ability or my... Uh, what felt right in serving people. I really like to help people figure out where their needs are uh, and really kind of uh, execute uh, helping that individual, whoever it is. So I just had that passion, that zeal to do that. Um, so I, and that kind of fostered that, uh, that uh, aptitude in me when I was down there. Um, but then I uh, came out here for a backpacking trip in 2007 uh, with my brothers at the time. We climbed uh, the Maroon Bells and almost died. <laughs> I heard of goats literally almost knocked us off the mountains. Um, but I fell in love with Colorado at that time. And uh, my girlfriend and I at the time, we took a leap of faith, didn't know anybody out here, but wow. literally yes. just uh, felt this passion to, to kind of pioneer West. Uh, I know that's almost cliche, but um, it was such a great decision. I mean, because we had to be scrappy, we had to, uh, really appreciate each connection that we had along the way uh, and not take any uh, individuals that we had a chance to connect with for granted. Right. Um, and I think that worked in my favor uh, a lot. So uh, it's been a fun journey. That was back in 2009. So almost 10 years. Almost 10 years, yeah. right? Yeah. So you mentioned you know, leaving Ohio, going down to South Florida uh, for college. What did you go to college for? I got a business degree. Oh, uh, I actually was going to go into hospital management. Okay. Yeah. So, I didn't do that, did I? Yeah. yeah but uh, it, was, it was a business degree. So, like, like, did you have a an interest in, in, in medical, like, you know, hospital management, but like in, in medical field or technology field or combination of both? Yeah, I actually uh, was in respiratory therapy school leading up to that as okay. well back in Ohio. So, I definitely thought that I'd go into the healthcare industry. Um, because I like the lifestyle, I like the flexibility that it could uh, potentially provide. I love to be out in the mountains in nature as much as possible. Um, but, you know, life didn't uh, go that way. I, I <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, I inherited a, uh, it's called the vagal response, which okay. is that response where you're going to faint. Um, I inherited it from my mom. So there were certain things in clinicals that I just couldn't get through. And it wasn't because I was scared or mentally blocked or anything. It was just like a physical, visceral reaction to uh, bodily fluids that yeah. I could not control. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is not for me. So, yeah. Well, I'm an asthmatic, so for you to be in a respiratory, um, uh, would you say respiratory what? Respiratory therapy. Therapy, so I, I, was, like, I yeah. definitely appreciate that because yeah. um, I, I went through a lot of it when I was younger. Respect so. to our, our respiratory therapy. <laughs> it's an awesome so uh, you, you went down to Florida, um, you're in hospitality, and yeah. I've heard many, many times over and over again about you know, business owners and entrepreneurs um, and actually corporations, that are, you know, individuals that are on the hiring side, they're looking for individuals that have a, an experience in hospitality. Um, and I can really see that, that aspect of finding yourself going through that because you are serving an you know, individual. What did you learn in that time period? Um, that, that translates into where you are today that you know just resonates and say, you know, I'm glad I took that experience and, and how it's applicable to you today in the business world. Well, people remember how they feel when they come to a, a place or a destination um, and they take that away. They might forget everything else um, about the experience, but they will remember how they feel yes. uh, when they leave. So uh, that's a, a big passion of mine is to uh, make people uh, have a, uh, an experience that they uh, will remember. Um, that feeling of connection to another uh, like-minded person or um, the fact that uh, somebody would care enough to hear out what it is that you're working on and then uh, make them feel comfortable enough to uh, 
uh, maybe share the challenges that they're having. Yeah. I mean, that's not easy to do because you're talking about something that's very personal to you. It's your business right. or your idea. That's very, very personal. So you, you don't just lightheartedly put that out there. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I work really hard to create an environment where they feel okay to be vulnerable yes. and to say, you know, here's some areas that I'm totally confused in. Um, because that's where the progress can take place. That's where I can help people is when they are into that, that uh, mindset where they feel comfortable to share. And I've witnessed, witnessed that hands-on with you and you know, just kind of being a fly on the wall, people coming in, you know, me working in, uh, in the innovation uh, lab, uh, innovation center, um, and individuals are super confused about like, one, what is this space, yeah. and two, who are you, and what can you do for it's them. Different. Yeah. And it's very different. And, you really go in and, and you probe to understand, seek to understand first, right? Um, yeah. and, and figure out, you know, you always make an introduction to the tour, but it's really, you know, just inspiring to see you take that extra tune ear and figure out where people are coming from. And they open up to you very quickly. And for them, for people to be vulnerable and come to you and approach, and not just you, but, you know, Jackie and, you know, the, the overall staff and the community yeah. that's being oh, built oh, here. Oh, oh, oh. Um, you know, being vulnerable uh, for anyone is, is always a challenge when you're holding either a big secret because you're trying to create, a, you know, an opportunity for yourself or you don't want to get rejected on saying, oh, the idea is stupid, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that obviously happens a lot um, within business entrepreneurs and, and startup community overall. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I see it on people's body language and then when they come in, they're uh, kind of naturally protected because yeah. uh, in entrepreneurial environments there's a lot of assumptions that are made there's a lot of assumptions that everybody has to be a coder right? everyone has to be able to speak this technology language mm -hmm. um, and so there's a lot of stereotypes around entrepreneurship and and I sense that and I know that so I want to be uh, sensitive to uh, that anybody that comes through our doors that, that not to just judge them based on appearance but really kind of get to know them because I've been, just been constantly surprised uh, by the backstory or what uh, individuals are working on. Right. You cannot judge a book by its cover. And then to really uh, provide a, a, an environment or an atmosphere of encouragement um, to say, yes, you, this is your idea. They stay awake at night uh, thinking about their business plan. So why not listen to them and hear them out and, and believe in them? and unleash our network of resources to really help them out. I love that. And I want to get back to the network of resources that, that the Common Design Champ has available for entrepreneurs here in Denver um, or anyone that's visiting from you know, another country or another city um, and having ac uh, access to those resources. I was just watching a video uh, with Damon John uh, you know, from the Shark Tank and he was talking about um, you know, being successful isn't about money. Being successful is having more access to resources. And when I heard that, it just resonated with me so much because there's a lot of people out there that are looking for that success, but they don't know where the resources are at. And I really want to talk about the resources that the Common Design Champa has available for uh, every business owner here throughout Denver. But let's get back in. So you're, you're out doing the, you know, the mountain hike, backpacking with you and your, your girlfriend at the time, yeah. uh, now wife, and happy Mother's Day to her. Uh, this is your first <laughs> uh, Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, what was that transition like from you know, moving here you know, on, on, on a, I don't want to call it on a whim, but you know, you just shot yeah. it out here and like in not taking granted for the relationships that you had going on and really, you know, honing in on every connection that you can make. Yeah. How did that go from then to finding an opportunity here at the Commons? Sure. You know, I, it's why I love Denver. I mean, Denver's been good to me. Um, it has supported me uh, in a lot of ways because the odds were stacked against me. Um, wow. I, I, I really believe that because I, I didn't have a, a network. Um, but it was an interesting journey. So like, it was a scary journey. It was a, it was a journey that was not easy. Um, you know, there was months where I was just living off what little savings I had and just trying to, to grind. I, you know, I, ha I was educated, but I didn't really know where to deploy my education um, and really have impact because that was my goal. I really wanted to be in a position where I could have influence and, and make impact. Um, so I, I worked five years. I, I took a chance and I uh, 
applied for a position uh, called, uh, well, it was with Red Peak Properties. Yeah, I've heard of them. Uh, and they're an amazing organization that has an amazing like company culture. Uh, there's very little staff turnover because they just really know how to take care of their employees. So I learned a lot in that environment. I changed responsibilities. I worked as a part of the concierge team when I first started. Very fancy. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Um, really cool. And I did that for five years and I moved into leasing and I did a lot of different stuff property management yeah. wise. Um, responsibilities increased and in things. Um, but then after five years, I, uh, my wife, who uh, at the time was working for Denver Public Schools, through her networks, heard of a position opening with the Colorado Technology Association, yeah. who just so happens to be a founding partner with the Commons. Um, so took a leap of faith, interviewed with Eric Matisic, who was the CEO of the Colorado Technology Association at the time, and I became their membership manager. And I, uh, it was a really awesome that Eric uh, gave me that opportunity. Um, and it, they're an anchor tenant and founding partner here at the Commons. Um, this was just when the Commons was getting off the ground, or the ribbon cutting was like a few days prior. Mm. So it was totally in its infancy. Um, but I started, uh, I went out to lunch with Eric and I started asking about this building that we're housed in. Because I knew it wasn't just a co-working space or a private office or anything. So I really started probing and learning about it. And then he told me the whole backstory of of how it's a really powerful public-private partnership with the city and county of Denver, uh, but the downtown Denver partnership really owned this initiative because they uh, described it in the 20-year area of downtown plan that was written back in 2007, I believe. And part of that plan was to have a celebration of entrepreneurship and innovation and to have a place where demo uh, resources could be democratized and uh, entrepreneurship and innovation could be fostered in the center city. So that festival, aka Denver Startup Week, okay. is what that was, that one check off the list. And then the comments on Champa was that place-based uh, campus that would foster innovation and entrepreneurship. So uh, the city and county of Denver actually owns this building. Uh, we're sitting in an old police substation built back in the 40s. And it looks like a police station when you drive past it. Yeah, it sure <laughs> does. Um, I mean, it, I mean, I, I mean, like it's just it, it's it's a freestanding building off off the corner uh, here on Champa and Thirteenth or Thirteenth Street, right between Thirteenth and Spear. But it, it has a, uh, a um, an aesthetic of it's been here for a while, and yeah. it's like you know, it, it's a lot of history in this particular in this business, and it's ironic because like. You know, it's an older building, it's history, but yet it's a hub for new ideas and new opportunity down the road. Yeah, it, it's really visionary. I mean, because it's really never been done before where the, the public and the private sector works really closely together, got all on the same page, bought into the, the vision, and all uh, worked really hard to uh, make sure that the resources came together so that it would be viable. Right. Uh, that's, it was very unique. Um, and nobody kind of lagged in that leadership. Everyone was like really on board, 100% uh, when it came to the city. Uh, the folks with Denver's Office of Economic Development, Colorado Technology Association, and the Downtown Denver Partnership, they're like, we have this vision, let's make it a reality. Right. Let's uh, tap into the resources, let's make it happen. So um, the original founders did a really good job of getting that uh, Kind of a story out to the community, and the community really just jumped in and helped out. So we raised uh, initially three million dollars uh, with the community support to help bring this 1940s building to relevancy uh, for the entrepreneurial community. A lot of technology components, uh, things like that. So, so the Commons was founded by uh, Downtown Denver Partnership uh, with the Colorado Technology Association and the City of County, uh, the City. And county of Denver. City and County of Denver, <laughs> uh, with the support of 39 other organizations who yeah. contributed and also indicating that you guys have platinum sponsors, yeah. uh, or partners I should say, and that's Comcast, J.P. Morgan Chase, Quarterly Forum, and Liberty Global uh, that all come together uh, to, 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 to make this possible and is managed by uh, the Downtown Denver Partnership, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, those 39 um, plus Total or you know partners you have you know, coming in place. How were you guys like able to go out there and, and build this vision um, and, and get their support uh, overall? I think it was just uh, telling that story of there's gaps in the entrepreneurial ecosystem, and uh, 
they had a strong belief that entrepreneurship is a community sport. Yeah. Um, entrepreneurship and building a business inherently is very hard and isolating. Um, and uh, with the current landscape, it wasn't really fostering growth of all types of entrepreneurs. Um, uh, not just tech, not just, uh, you know, finances. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it really, uh, we wanted to create those early stage uh, resources that would help accelerate all types of growth. So, basically, imagine, like, you can come to the commons and essentially have a place that makes it a lot easier to start and grow your business. Oh, yeah. Um, because you can, one, have access to free co-working space. Um you can then tap into our group of amazing advisors that actually work for the city. Um, as opposed to going over to the city building, you could already be in this hub of entrepreneurship and literally get your questions answered about all the ducks that you have to have in a row to get your, your company off the ground. Licensing, incorporation, finding, financing, funding. Um, these folks are here to help. So you can like get all that information and knowledge just by coming here. Yeah. And then you can uh, engage through all the different events and meetup groups that we strategically sponsor and host. Um, and just the power of putting yourself in a position or a place where there's other folks around you building something, building a business. If you do put yourself out there just a little bit, the return that you'll get is is incredible. It's very significant. It's very um, significant too. You know, close proximity yeah. is something I want to speak about. Um, and you know, if you're trying to open up a business, you're trying to get into business, you need to, you need to put yourself around other entrepreneurs that are in business. Um, and you know, you, you speak about the isolation and fluent hustle. You know, the reason why we are building what we're building and having these crucial conversations is because. Being a business owner, being a, uh, an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, being a leader in particular is a very lonely journey. And you know, we want to provide as many resources as possible to let, let people know is that you don't have to by yourself. You don't have to take this this journey by yourself. And there's a lot of support, uh, especially here at the Commons on Champa, that's going to make, uh, help you get to that, get to the next level. And I personally was able to, to take advantage of that. Uh, I remember you know resigning from my career uh, six months ago and coming in and, talk, and talking to you about it and yeah. not knowing where I was going to go and what was going on. Uh, but I had a vision and I, I just said, you sure. know what, I'm, I'm, like, I'm just going to run with it. And no one understood what I was doing or why I was doing what I was doing, but I just like, I just got to do it. I just got to, I got to do, I got to show people. And the more I did that, the more receptive other people were of saying, oh, I'm starting to get it or I see where you're going or try, try doing this or you know what, I didn't like that and here's why. And I didn't take offense to it. It was very you know, constructive criticism with the best intent to see other people succeed yeah. um, and find their best potential. And I personally got that, so I, I really appreciate not only you providing that to me, but just the whole ecosystem that started going on in here. Yeah, you, I mean, I saw it happening. When you, you did, you had a vision and you stuck to it. And, uh, and we all followed and we kind of uh, then became fans and supporters and uh, because we saw you just consistently uh, like fulfilling your vision, uh, which, and then your brand really uh, solidified. So all the things that you're doing for uh, the small business and entrepreneurship community is amazing. So I, you know, kudos to you. Man. Yeah, I, I appreciate it and, like, I, and I, I take a page out so of your book. so awesome and authentic, I love it. No, I appreciate that. I take a page out of your book and I'm, I'm really gonna serve you season in my life right now and I want to serve as many businesses and entrepreneurs you know I that, that that's that's the core of who I am um, you know at the end of the day you know when my back was against the wall I just had to get out there and go figure it out and hustle um, and, and and take action um, and when your back's against the wall you gotta take action I felt like I was like that six months ago um, not as severe as I you know I was when I was younger but I was like you know what you want to get if you want to get things done, you just got to keep moving forward. And you got to talk to as many people as possible. And like you said, don't take every connection and relationship you have for granted because that one relationship can open up 15 different doors. And I can tell you from the 25 or so relationships I created here at Amazon Champa, it's opened up so many doors. Um, and I'm super excited for the future of me personally, um, what Float Hustle is able to provide, and what we can continue to do to help out everyone else here in the community. Yeah, never uh, undervalue the, the human aspect. Yeah. Um, you know, it's there's definitely a lot of truth to that. But, you know, Denver is very unique. The atmosphere and, and uh, environment here is very unique. 
I don't think that what we're talking about right now, right now applies across the board to other communities. It's so we really um, want to keep that going and, and uh, own that, um, be mindful of it, and, and really put that into practice. So say yes to somebody that's asking to go to take a coffee with you and um, learn about what they're doing and, and try to activate your network and resources and knowledge uh, to, to help uh, each other out. So. Denver is very collaborative. That's the first thing I noticed when I was traveling out here for work and then when I eventually moved out here. It's a very collaborative city, and, and, and that's super cool to, to, to recognize um, because I believe the city and the people in the city want to have want, want to include others. Yeah, and you know, it's until you're here, it's hard. To, it's really hard to explain. It, it really to, is. To yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but I think we've both experienced yeah. that uh, firsthand. Um, but I, I think you can't un also undervalue just. The uh, you know showing up to work and putting your heart and soul into and, and putting your energy uh, out into the universe and into the world uh, and that will take you far because <laughs> you're already doing a lot of the things that a lot of people don't do. But if you really just uh, commit to what it is you're doing, whatever circle of influence that you're in, uh, own that and take pride in it and, and don't undervalue it because whatever circle of influence that you're in has value and there's things that you can impact and there's uh, things that you can influence and create change in whatever circle of influence that you might have. So I highly encourage entrepreneurs to, to not think too myopically or think too uh, with the blinders on, but go out to this community uh, with your eyes open and your ears open and, and your heart and mind as well. So. I love that. Let's talk about the resources, uh, the comments on Champa has going yeah. on. Um, you know, I, I, I typed this out. Um, you know, <clears throat> so we, yeah, yeah Startup uh, start Basics which is a program, um, a community-driven uh, entrepreneur-led program providing new inspiring entrepreneurs with access to knowledge, resources, and community uh, to create economically powerful new businesses. Uh, whether you're, you know, you got a burning idea or desire to level up an existing business, um, you know, they're really getting people back to the basics yep. um, and, and understanding, uh, you know, where you're at. Uh, can, can you elaborate a little bit further on what that program uh, specifically is about? Yeah, so we partnered with uh, Jennifer Croft, who is an amazing uh, teacher yes. and entrepreneurial um, advocate. Uh, She's an incredible resource. Um, she also created 5minuteclasses.com, uh, yep. which is a great free resource to the entrepreneurial community. So we partnered with her because we just couldn't find somebody better uh, to, to instruct entrepreneurs um, and do it in a way that's um, kind of applicable to all different types of tiers and stages of business. Um, so that's that program where it's, it's a two, uh, well, we have the two and a half hour program, the uh, the uh, Will It Fly workshop, yep. so it's uh, test your business in two hours essentially. Um, and these are all kind of in small group environments. Um, so that takes place uh, in the evening and then we have the startup boot camp, also instructed by Jennifer Croft. And that's a little bit more of an intensive, so you're gonna bring uh, a business plan uh, and you're gonna bring some more detailed information to that workshop because they're gonna dive in and kind of lead you through a two-day intensive. Um, that does have a small fee to it, uh, nothing too crazy, but, uh, and then we really have uh, the program that we're really proud of and excited about is Co-Starters, yes. uh, which is the grant-funded program uh, that we were awarded uh, the Inclusion Challenge Grant from the Kauffman Foundation, which was a huge win for the, the state of Colorado. We're one of the first, I think the first uh, organization that uh, has been given a grant through the Kauffman Foundation. And this grant was a big game changer for us. It allowed us to uh, build out this curriculum, partner with uh, facilitators, and uh, really deploy this, this program that's a really comprehensive nine-week course. Um, and the fact that it's a, a grant-funded program, we can provide it for a very minimal cost. Uh, the cost is $179, and that's just to put a little bit of skin in the game, yep. to show, to say, hey, you have to show up every week and yeah. take this seriously, or yeah. to get the return on your investment, you got to take it seriously. So, so I remember, amazing program. So I remember coming to the, the community night uh, for Color Starter program back in 
December or January, I forget what month it was. And just hearing the entrepreneurs go through this program, the nine week course, and you know, going week by week of um, you know that journey, and then being able to step up and, and give their pitch to yeah. the community itself, and then the community asked as well, and, and having the community ask, and then having the community like say, "Hey, I can help you out." Yeah. I mean, that, that that resonated with me so much that immediately following that community, I, I came up to you and said, "Hey, I like to put my program button and zipper, uh, you know." through co-starters and I told you more about it and you know kind of told you where I was at. I was really at the point of um, you know pulling the kill switch as a five-year program um, or and or leveling up and growing my you know this this, this project to the next level. Uh, so you know, I was fortunate to be selected. I was very fortunate to go to the program. I was very fortunate to graduate to the program and something for me in that was you know when you're running a business or an operation or a project for five years as I had done so um, I had to take three steps back, mm. be humbled, and listen, and open my blinders even further and realize that you know what I learned the most was getting to understand who you are first is very important. Getting to understand who your customers or your donors are um, is, is, is very crucial as well. And I think that was something that my biggest takeaway was, was that you know I, I didn't delve deeper into who I was and what, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, and playing off both of those, but then also understanding who my donors are uh, overall. And you know, and, and I've done, you know, I have a degree in small business management entrepreneurship, but this particular course, it might seem elementary, but it gets you back to the basics from, 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 from the ground level, and it's week by week by week that you're going, you know, going through the curriculum, and it was very, very powerful for me overall. Um, and I, you know, I remember, uh, uh, Casey Carey, uh, you know, with uh, Brightside Ice Cream, yeah, and you know, watching her, you know, I mean, I think she 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 was probably one of the, that, that captivated me most, and like watching her get on top of that, get on get on that stage and speak about her company, where she was at, and where she was nine weeks ago, and then seeing her as of maybe last weekend, yeah, and seeing how much she's grown on uh, floor so overall, I mean, that that was a true victory in that program itself. Yeah, I mean, when you put yourself in a uh, a community, uh, you're gonna get confidence uh, and I think that's like one of the main things that a lot of the graduates talk about is they feel just this higher level of confidence and boldness to really make it like just go for it yeah. just go for it this is an idea I have now I have the tools and the education to really just deploy my idea so um, I, we love to see that confidence I think that's the, the biggest thing that comes from that class but you I remember when you were uh, interested in the class you were weren't in that early stage like idea phase you you've already like created a business but I think it was really cool that you put yourself in that environment because like you said it, it did uh, provide that environment for you to kind of step back and take a a big look at what it, your organization was doing, and I think it remotivated. You. It did, one hundred percent remotivated. Uh, remotivated me, and it, it gave me that next fuel. Again, like I said, I was at the point of like, are things working out the way I want them to? Do I pull the kill switch? You know, having an organization fully functioning for five years is is, is a success to begin with. But yeah. it, it made me delve deeper and say that I need to continue making a change for others, and I can't let this um, let these situations in my own head. You know. Get in my way. I just yeah. gotta you know, put them to the side and, and keep, keep on persevering yeah. uh, for it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the economic uh, uh, Denver of economics of the uh, development and and what they're doing, um, you know, as a resource or able to provide as a resource for uh, for for the community. Yeah. So the downtown Denver partnership uh, really has a strong passion and, and desire to foster innovation and entrepreneurship in our center city. So it's a uh, the creation of the commons uh, had a, a big motivation behind it was to tell a story um, around how Denver is one of the best places to start and grow a business and to tell a story around how it fosters innovation and entrepreneurship and all the things that we've been talking about, it's encouraging because it's reflective of that vision. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, I, and I believe that the commons has played a huge role in that. Um, but the the downtown Denver partnership and the vision of the commons is to not just try to recreate the wheel or we be the uh, the resource. We want to create uh, a healthy ecosystem and we want to be a leader in that um, because of our resources, because of our ties to the city. Uh, we really believe that we can, uh, this can be uh, a canvas or a platform to bring 
all the amazing resource partners that are already in our city working really hard, doing amazing things, providing great resources, usually for free or low cost. Let's, let's come together, let's uh, figure out the different uh, verticals that folks are working on, who they're serving, and try to honestly like question things and figure out where the gaps are. And so we can uh, proactively address those gaps and work together. You know, gap, there's gaps of, of funding and financing um, uh, for small businesses and new business creation. Um, so we're working hard to, that's our, our goal, is to create that ecosystem that fosters um, true business growth. And when new businesses are created, it affects us all. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. So uh, one more important program uh, that I, I like to mention and, and, and bring into to, to light um, is uh, Women on the Rise. Yeah. And, and what you guys have going on, um, you know, Women on the Rise initiative of uh, the Commons, which serves as a center for entrepreneurship in Denver. And the goal is to inspire and support women entrepreneurs in Denver by connecting them to resources, uh, expertise, and um, uh, community needed to build their businesses overall. How long ago did you guys start Women on the Rise? Uh, let's see here. It's been about six months now. Okay. Um, so in six months, we've had, uh, each month we've had a monthly speaker series. Uh, Kyle Dyer, uh, who used to work for Nine News, yeah. she's, she's a great storyteller and she can pull uh, anecdotes and details out of whoever she's uh, interviewing really well. So she moderates that program. Um, and man, it's been awesome just to hear the stories and the, the grit and the leadership that a lot of these women have in our community that are creating amazing businesses that are stimulating tons of economic development and business growth and, and jobs and quality of life for uh, our whole center city. So it's been a really cool program, so inspiring. Uh, and the community has really latched on, it's grown really rapidly. Um, what makes this kind of unique is we take this program out into the community. Mm -hmm. We don't host it here at the Commons. Um, and that has worked really well. Um, we've activated a, a lot of cool spaces like Women in Kind, which is a women uh, co-working space. Um, and it, it's just worked really well. So Yeah, and I, I, I've been to a couple of those um, Women on a Rise Spotlight series uh, and they are truly inspiring. Uh, yeah. just, just, you know, me obviously being a male, but not recognizing, you know, the, the setbacks or restrictions or the mindset um, that's, uh, you know, that, that, that's you know, pushing women away. And to, to see this community show up, I remember the first time I went to it, I was like one of two men in the house, mm -hmm. and there was like 40 or 50 women, like, you know, cheering and supporting each other. And, you know, I think it's very important to also say that, you know, they're welcoming up men to be there. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 and they want, you know, that, that audience to hear what's going on, Here's the, the struggles and trials and tribulations that you know these women entrepreneurs have been dealing with, and you know allowing the men to step up and support them and, and help them uh, take a lead in what they're doing. I, and when, when I was able to walk away from that, I was truly inspired by the stories I was able to hear yeah. um, you know, from their successes. And I, I think that's the the whole point is that it's creating change. Uh, change doesn't happen overnight, but these are individuals that are bold and great leaders and they are very wise and they pull out the issues that need to be talked about. Um, areas where, as a society, we're falling flat. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, to really call out what needs to be changed and then rally around that yes. change. Um, that, that's, that's what is gonna make uh, Denver stand out as one of the best places to grow a business in, in the country or the world is if we have that environment of mutual respect and uh, there's no limitations on very superficial things. Right. Um, what's only gonna hold you back is yourself. Uh, we don't wanna be known as a community that uh, falls prey to just the, the, the default problems that have happened over and over again. I think we're, we're, uh, there's a pioneer spirit in Denver really and we is. create what we want. Uh, we create the environment that we want. And uh, and there's definitely um, there was unlevel playing fields. Women get treated in ways that are very subtle, but not right. right. Uh, and, and calling that out, shining a light on it, and saying, "What do we want? Um, 
we can do better. We can be better. So I love that. I, that's what Women on the Rise is all about. And really just to celebrate, celebrate the amazing innovators and entrepreneurs that are in our community. It's mind-boggling. And they, and, and they deserve it just like anyone else, right? Absolutely. Um, when you're walking down Champa, you know, coming to the commons, and you're locking that door, <laughs> what are you most proud about? Like, you know, just just, just you know, envision that right now, but, but what are you most proud about from you know, when you first, you know, walked through the doors, you know, a couple years ago and where you're at today? Full honesty, man. When we opened our doors, the, the public didn't understand it because it was kind of undefinable. We weren't a private co-working space. We weren't WeWork. We're like this, everyone says we're free. Like, what is this place, you know? And the, the community, it was very um, kind of mysterious in the yeah. beginning. You know, the, the facade of our building didn't have a sign on it. Like, you know, so from when we first opened to where we are now that we're this, we're embedded into the fabric of the startup community. Yeah. Makes me really proud, really proud. Um, and when you walk in and you feel the energy in the building um, and you're seeing connections where at one point I'll look at it, I'll see an individual where I knew when they first came to the commons, they were on their own and they, you could see it in their body language. And now they're like in the mix. They're, they're uh, working with different people, um, forming actually side businesses from their, their primary business wow. because of the collisions that occur in the yeah. building. Um, and that's kind of the beauty of the commons. You never know who's going to be here. Mm -hmm. The mayor could be here, the governor, the, um, you know, all different types of people kind of funnel through here um, with all of our partners with Comcast. So you have these, you know, uh, big corporate organizations that are supporting the commons and supporting programs and being in the community. Um, and, I, you know, for example, I'm just going to give an example. Uh, uh, Alt Ethos, which is a, yes. a, a great team. Uh, they started at the commons. They formed a team. Um, they've landed funding, um, they've gone through uh, different accelerators and they've made connections. They were here one day uh, in the Oblong conference room and Comcast was here. And uh, Comcast was, is a big technology sponsor of ours so they were wanting to know how the technology is working and things like that. And I brought uh, the two together and they started talking about like technology and where it's going um, and how the commons could be kind of a spearhead with different interactive art and, and artificial intelligence and and it just that was a collision and boom they started working together. Showing up, perfect, perfect timing, opportunity coming together. Yeah. You know, it wasn't luck, you know, it, it was right. you know, perseverance and consistency and, and, and being here. You know, yeah. At, 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 and you know. and like when you're here at the commons there's a Kind of a subconscious level of vetting that takes place. Um, if if you bump into somebody at the commons, like you're probably a little bit more willing to have a conversation yeah. with them than if you just bump into them out on the corner. You right. Know? So, for the most part, everyone has this common understanding that we're all entrepreneurial minded and we're creating something. Let's hear each other out. So it's this mindset that people, when they walk through our doors, it's it's kind of cool. Well, so, I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought up uh, brought that up because my next question was going to be. You know, a success story. I think that's a very you know, uh, great success There's story. A lot of success stories provided, um, and and there, there, there's countless success stories that are going on. Um, but Sarah Thunberg, for example, a co-starters graduate, also went just graduated TechStars. Um, she was just up at the up in Boulder at the TechStars demo day. She was, uh, you know, voted Entrepreneur of the Year. Wow. So like, it's just it's so real. It's so cool. So that's awesome. Yeah. So three years in. Um, you know, you guys are you know, ha having a, a, a major anniversary party next week, which yeah. is, you know, it's invite only. Uh, but there's also a community open house on yeah. Thursday, uh, so be sure to, to come check it out. 5.30 Thursday, May 17th. Come May 17th, yes. That's the plug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what, what, what can the community overall and what, what can entrepreneurs expect moving forward um, you know, without giving away too much, because I know we kind of want to probably release some details um, at that at that anniversary party. Um, but you know, from from your perspective, what what can we um, as a community expect from the Comazan Champa? Um, 
you know, in, in the next couple of years? Well, I think you're going to see an uptick of very strategic programming um, because we're working very closely with other partners in the community. Um, we formed committees and councils to really uh, dive in deep and figure out where the gaps are. Um, so look for an uptick of common core programming. Um, but honestly, I think uh, the common success is really dependent on the success of, of people building their businesses. We want the success of entrepreneurs that utilize our services, that, that uh, come to an office hours appointment, that go through co-starters or the business boot camp. We want to see these businesses be successful. Of course. Um, that's, that's what uh, defines our success. Um, so, and we're not going anywhere. Our plan is to, to be around for the next 20 years. Um, so, the Commons is a nonprofit. We're, we're raising funds uh, to make sure that we can be here for the community uh, going forward. But um, it really relies on the community uh, to help us out. Um, that's kind of what makes the Commons unique is that, in a way, the community of entrepreneurs leads it. Yeah. Um, through programming, your ideas, your feedback. Um, so many of the programs that we have in-house, really like 75% is led by community members. Um, creating awesome content that's open to the public. Um, for example, Dan's, uh, Dan Stratford, owner of Stratix Digital Media, digital marketing rather. He does a bi-monthly digital marketing training series totally for free. Um, and people come away with that, with this amazing skill set, um, and typically that has been something that's very expensive, yeah. and people are, you know, have already formed a business without the digital marketing knowledge, and they come away from that, having that overlay of knowledge, where before they just, they couldn't access it, because they didn't have the time, or the money, or the resources, so we love, love to see that community uh, activation, so, um, Please reach out to us. If you have an idea for a, a program or a meetup group, um, contact us. 100%. Um, so, ending the show right now, we always want to understand, you know, how can we inspire the entrepreneurial community, right? Um, so, I, I want this to be an opportunity that you can uh, you know, share you know, some words of advice and encouragement to you know, entrepreneurs that, you know, either at the startup phase, idea phase, startup phase, or might be, in, in business for, for five or ten years, um, but you know they're struggling. You know they're they're having a hard time navigating. Um, you know this uh, this journey that they're taking on. Um, what comes to mind that you can share with the uh, the, the community um, to you know get them to you know find new light and, and, and see that at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I mean, be nimble <laughs> uh, and learn to fail quickly. I know that uh, gets said a lot, but um, just because you have a passion for something, that could all a passion could also be a hobby. Make sure that this passion uh, has a strong business foundation. And if you are uh, confused about a certain area around your business, you need to put yourself in a position to learn um, and put yourself in a position to uh, absorb information and, and wisdom from people that have gone before you. And that's what the Commons is working really hard to do, to create that access to individuals in, in the network that can help you with that. So you're not having to learn it all on your own. Um, but stick to your vision as well. Um, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to try to push you uh, and, and you're going to ebb and flow in the, in the currents of, of everyone's opinions um, about things. If you believe in something and you've put a lot of thought into it and backed it up with information and knowledge, concrete, universal knowledge, and uh, you've exposed yourself to a, a community and a network of really smart individuals, um, commit to whatever it is that you're trying to create. Um, and it's, it's not going to be easy, um, but stick with it. Uh, be bold, be courageous, and uh, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, I mean, that's that was perfect. It's a lot, of, a lot of bumper sticker quotes there, but <laughs> I'll tell you, man, that's what it, that's what it takes. It is. Um, but you know, being nimble, being open, um, and being honest with yourself to go learn. Um, you know, and that's it. It's like 
I don't know everything, and I, yeah. I never will know everything. And yeah. whatever I knew ten years ago from a business degree, eleven years ago from a business degree, is not applicable essentially today. Some of the foundation might be, but the the, the actionaries and being practical and you know and, and understanding where we're at in the state of today and what's coming ahead in the future. Yeah. And in order in order to do so, you know, talk about you know people understanding their business, but they understand digital you know digital marketing. And you know that that that's, that's a new wave of like getting out there and go learn as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day. So well, Jesse, I really appreciate uh, you know you being on the show today. Um, this is something that I've looked forward to for many of months, and you know just about finding that perfect timing. And you know what you've said today has has has, has inspired me even more. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that the you know what we're able to say to the community hopefully is giving them um, you know a, a, a platform to step into. So. Yeah. If, if, if this is your first time here about the Comazon Champa, uh, please come visit us. Uh, what's the address and how can they reach out to uh, to Commons directly? Yeah, our address is 1245 Champa uh, in downtown Denver. We're, we're real close to the downtown uh, performing arts complex. Um, you can reach us at info at the commons.com. I'm sorry. Info. Wow. Info at the commons.co. Um, our website's thecommons.co as well. Um, call the main line. Uh, we're happy to help. So just reach out. Come on down. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Those are our free community hours. Uh, we do stay open later for our public events, like our meetup groups and the happy hour coming up next week. So we, we stay open when we have an event in-house. Uh, but generally Monday through Friday, nine to five. So beautiful. Yeah. Well, Jesse, awesome job. I really appreciate Thanks, it. Sarah. Again, Fluent Hustle is a community that empowers, promotes, and inspires entrepreneurs through the stories of other uh, other entrepreneurs and leaders of entrepreneurs like Jesse. Uh, please go ahead and check us out at FluentHustle.com to find our other shows that we've done, uh, especially the ones early on here at the and in, in the Oblong uh, <laughs> conference room yeah. uh, that had minimum lighting, uh, but we definitely continue to you know uh, have an experience to grow. So hopefully you had this uh, as a quick opportunity to to seek something, learn something, and please share this information moving forward. Have a wonderful day, guys. See y'all.